G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. We might all be busy doing life and aware that along the way, there of course are going to be challenges. There might even be many pathways to choose. There might be obstacles along the way to doing those things that maybe we planned and set out to do. Well, our next guest has written a book for people who experience challenges where one hurdle is overcome only for another to appear, with further burdens already flourishing on the horizon. Michael Pohl has written his thoughts, experiences and reflections about a very unusual, what he calls a 7,000-kilometre odyssey in a book called Sam and the Open Road. It's his story of spending time with Jesus and his earthly four-footed companion called Sam. Michael Powell, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much for having me, Neil. I really appreciate the chance to share this with you on 2020. Michael, tell us about Sam and the Open Road, uh, your time walking. I'm a great believer that we have to commit ourselves in time to Christ. We just—it's not just attending church on Sunday; it's more important than that. And Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit to bless us and to keep us the Great Comforter, the Mighty Advocate. And this book is based on time spent with the Holy Spirit, time walking, and just time on the open road with Sam and the experiences, and I've written down things in the book that have been put to me. They've been shared with me with the Lord by the Lord, and they're things to make you think. I'm not saying I'm giving you a black and white answer, but what I pray is that you will read it and think about what you're doing and why you're doing it, and think about what the Lord wants of you. I think one of the um, greatest things uh, that you can ask yourself is in Joshua, Joshua one, and where Joshua meets the meets Christ, and at, just before he takes on Jericho, and he said, "What message does my Lord have for me to this day?" Now, I think if we got up and said that each day to the Lord, "What message have you got for me this day?" It's not about me; it's about Jesus, and we live in a me society. And we need to change that. We need to move away from that and put the emphasis on Christ. Is there a sense, if you're summing up the way you've approached the things that you've written in your book, that life isn't just a series of accidents that happen to you along the way, but you're actually saying to people, you need to be intentional about your day. So starting your day and committing those things to God mm. actually might be the, the very first and best way to actually be intentional about your day. How do you describe that sort of intentional versus accidental? I think everything in life has to be intentional. I don't believe in accident. I don't believe in, I don't believe in lucky events. I don't believe in anything like that. I believe that... I believe that the Lord has written a story for you, and it's 
that's going to play out in scenes and actions. It's going to play out in different screenplays. For some of you, you're just leaving school. The script's not fully written, but it will be written. You'll get to know the script. And you need to listen to the Lord to know what the script is. You read the Bible. The Bible is a spiritual book written by spiritual people. And it's to bless our spirit. And we need to lean into the spirit, know the Holy Spirit, and know what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us. You're no stranger to crisis uh, and the challenges. When you talk about the fact that there are challenges today and there'll be challenges tomorrow, uh, you've got a background in advertising and photography. uh, But at one point early in your life, you and your work colleagues survived a light plane crash. How close did you come to actually losing your life on that day? Too close. Far too close. And as we even talk about it now, I can still see the the, the aircraft, the cabin of the aircraft still spinning. It was like a blue room. It was, it was strange. But the funny thing was, at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't panicked. I think that... What it made me realize later on, I was, I was, it, I was 49, yeah, 49 when that happened. And uh, it, made me so, it made me suddenly just realize the importance of knowing there was something more. A very close friend of ours and law, our, our lawyer at the time took me out for coffee and he said, Michael, he said, you need to travel with your bags packed. And that's actually in the book. Um, and it is so true. We all need to travel with our bags packed. We just don't know. We will never know what the time is or when the place is or how, and that's how close it was. And I'd flown, I've flown in helicopters and small planes dozens and dozens of times, but just out of the blue, it was just about all over. Having your bags packed, uh, there's a deeper message in that too because when you say having your bags packed, it's you never know when the end of this life will come and you're thrust into eternity. Uh, Having your bags packed might also be being intentional about how you plan your day ahead. There's that bigger dimension, isn't there? There is. There's a much bigger dimension. The first and most important thing is knowing that you have looked forward to know Christ. You've looked forward to get bring Christ into your life and to follow him and his guidance in your life. That is, that is the first step of packing your bags. And once you, once you start on that process, I think that's a bit of an ongoing process too, quite frankly, because it just doesn't stop there. You know, you, you grow with it. You will build with it. You build with your relationship through Christ through the Spirit. And that is so important. That is so important. Let's talk about your dog, Sam, because (laughs) I know that listeners are saying, hey, what about the dog? Uh, The dog accompanied you on the walks that you did. Yeah. And it was in this time of doing that thinking, you weren't walking alone. Uh, Listeners will know, you know, when we walk with Christ, uh, it's like walks one who's closer than a brother. But, you know, you've got your companion Sam there as yeah. well. How does Sam fit into the mix? I use Sam to introduce each chapter and to, you know, just like there's one chapter there, a reason 
there's a reason for the season. And, you know, it's just knowing Sam, and, you know, one day Sam wouldn't be here, but there is a reason for that season. We we can reflect on it and say, well, that was an amazing time in life. That was a glorious time in life to have all that time with Sam. But I use that to introduce other things into life, into personal life. In other words, each chapter starts off like this. Um, And then other chapters are like faith or fear. Well, Sam was desperately terrified of our cat, Daisy. She used to sit behind the office door there and wait for him to walk through, then leap out on him. And it was hopeless. He was just absolutely terrified of her. But so I use that as to how do we deal with our faith and our fears? How do we deal with it? So I use that to introduce Sam and his fears and how he'd come and sit at my feet afterwards and sulk and then move on into the reality of how we deal with our fears, how we deal with fear and our faith through Christ. And we all know that our pets have a certain personality. And yes, drawing some analogies from our pets about the sorts of things that we're all going through, that's a very powerful way of communicating. And so you've used Sam. In fact, on the front cover of your book, uh, you've got a picture of Sam and uh, two different coloured eyes and, uh, you know, a delightful pet and companion. Hey, come back to the sorts of things that you've thought about and observed about humanity and the way that we have pedestalized our heroes. Maybe they're people from the past. They might be people in the present. And, you know, there are some things that we tend to pedestalize rather than the one who we ought to pedestalize, and that is Jesus. Uh, That is our faith in God. Give us your thoughts here about the sorts of things that you've reflected on uh, where we've put our faith sometimes in humanity and not in God. It's probably the biggest failing of the 21st century. When I actually think about it, that's probably there's a lot about that in the book in a way, indirectly, not spoken probably directly, but there's a lot about it in the book. I think that mankind is so overconfident in himself, thinks he can do everything, achieve everything, and and there's no no reason for him to rely on God. I think that in nations like Australia and New Zealand, uh, where we are so blessed with so much, the dependency on God is minimised, and it's uh, we don't till we get into third world countries like the Philippines and places like that where you see the poverty and and kids just suffering because you know they get cerebral palsy because they for the they cannot get an antibiotic or which is the cost of the price of a hamburger. That is where we have become idolizing i think ourselves rather than we need to place put jesus on the throne all the time and i'm guilty of it i'm guilty of it i'm some days you know i get up i'm a human being i just get up and i go i just start work and then i realize that i'm starting to work in the flesh and not in the spirit and that is that's not how god wants us to work Take us back to the start of each day and being intentional, knowing that you are going to face all sorts of problems today, knowing that there's going to be challenges, even some of them that are bigger than you can face on your own. Mm. Take us back to that beginning of the day 
and what sort of message comes through your book to how people can face their day with a new confidence? I think, first of all, you've got to face the day by saying, you've got to think about someone else. That's the first step. You have to think about someone else. Once you've done that, automatically there is a change in attitude. Then you can get on with the mission. So I think for this all to come together, you've you've got to put your other work colleagues ahead of yourself. You know, in the army or in a platoon, they've they're taught to look after the other eleven guys. Each man's taught to look after the other eleven guys. I always believe that Jesus is a bit like that too. You know that it's about us look thinking of others, and then the other just happens. There's a shift. It's a, it's a spiritual shift. It's a shift of attitude. All these things come together very quickly when you do that. And if you start the day like that, I mean, you might be going to a board meeting or whatever and ready to have a fair go about something. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you've just got to think, how can I reconcile this? Is there a way of reconciling this? So for the Christian, there's a journey we take on our own, uh, but there's a journey we take together. Uh, When we're talking about that together journey, uh, that's the one that actually ultimately counts. That the together journey is the most important journey. As I say, you can travel faster on your own, but you need to travel to, to travel better, always. Well, for listeners, you might want to get a hold of Michael's new book. It's called Sam and the Open Road. It's about his thoughts, his experiences, his reflections on what's an unusual 7,000-kilometre odyssey. And with his pet, his dog, Sam, and reflections on God. You can get a hold of Sam and the Open Road at online booksellers like Amazon. And uh, wonderful to get your insights today. Thanks so much for sharing those with listeners, Michael. The book is called Sam and the Open Road. Michael, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Neil. Much appreciated. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 